test. Hey, I think we're recording right now. Yes, it's your boy Dan number one. That is the lesser of the of if, the of the available Dan's. If you're Dan number one, can I be Dan Alpha? So that way it, it feels a like we're different. On this. Oh my god, like a different. So I'm Dan one. You're Dan A. Kind yeah. Of thing. Sure. So that there's no telling who's the better. Dan. Exactly. We're it's on like the you same. are the first one alphabetically. I'm the first one numerically. We're on the same sexy even keel <laughs> that we deserve to be on. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, hey folks, listen out there. This has actually been a night. This has been such a gentle and smooth introduction. I kind of want to keep it, but we are going to have to box you out for a second. So Get that, out of here. So that <laughs> go in the other room for a second, so that we can listen back to and uh, make sure the mics are all sounding great, and then we'll go ahead and. Uh, all right. But we're going to be thinking about you the entire time. I just want I you to know. haven't stopped thinking about them. And Woo! hey, all right, we're back, folks. Yeah, we had to cut away for just a second to make sure that our recordings sound, you know, coherent and decent. I got to tell you something interesting about my guest today. Tell us. Yeah. I, well, I'm, it's you I'm talking about. Okay. My guest today is Dan. If you haven't recognized his voice already, a lot of my friends, <laughs> a lot of my friends will know him already. Some of you may know him from his own podcast we'll get a little super flattery we will get into that we'll get into that a little bit more later shut up uh it's dan mccoy (laughs) one of the funniest most interesting and creative dudes that i know uh a man after my own heart but better than me you know you don't you love meeting people like that where you're like this guy is a lot like me i really dig this dude and then you're like oh but he's better than me like this dude takes me takes being me to the next level that's the kind of person you want when i meet somebody like that i'll let you know yeah, I, absolutely. Ooh. Please do. Please do. Got him. Yeah. Got him, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proud of that one. Yeah. No, you're amazing. I love you. It's great. That's awesome. Dude. Thank you so much for letting me be on the show, by the way. I I am thrilled to have you here. I'm and thrilled. I just realized, we were talking about this a, a little while ago, that I, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, how has Dan not been on the podcast yet? This is, he's, he's funny, he's a charismatic guy. He's got, it's the kind of guy that, and also with a bunch of interesting experiences, the thing we really like on the In Over My Head podcast interesting stories from your past unexpected uh, encounters and things that you've had your interesting takes on things that maybe other others of us have experienced something similar that kind of stuff you've got such a wealth of that kind of stuff how has dan never been on the podcast and i realized oh that's right Uh oh you had to double check yeah yeah you had to double check to make sure that you were kind of legally allowed to be on this podcast what was uh how'd that all go it's uh it's it sounds more complicated than it is okay. so uh I, so he said i have my own podcast me and my buddy matt uh we do our own kind of thing and i just wanted to make sure through our production company mm. that it was okay that i'm guest starring on other people's podcasts yes <laughs> I, I wouldn't say guest star i mean very dim I mean, in comparison it, to my star i mean i'm obviously this the, is this is the <laughs> highlight <laughs> Of my entire hour. I just want you to know that. You are, you're telling me that for the last 30 minutes and the and the 29 to come, this, this is the best this part? This is it. This is wow, it. It's all dude. downhill you're from the here. Highlight of my, you're the highlight of my May. Oh, stop but, it. Uh, but I'm glad to at least take take a, uh, have one hour to my name. Jesus Christ. So you said you are you, you wanted to double check as yeah. you are sort of beholden to another. You, you, you also do Which, you produce some other content in some. Uh, uh, well, tell, tell us more. Yeah. What's the name? And, What's, and come even, on. even when I checked with my producer, he was like, of course you can. Like, I don't like... He got mad at me for even asking such yeah, a silly question. Why would question. you think that I own you yeah. or whatever? Well, um, okay, but you, it was a fair right, question. Just, to ask. just worry. You want to make sure everything's on. What's so what's the, what, and all that stuff? What's the podcast jazz? you do? Since when? Uh, how many episodes? Uh, who, who are you with? What are you talking so, about? So okay, okay. Here's a fun pitch. Uh, so me and my buddy Matt, who have been together or been friends for about 15 years, um, we're giant like video game nerds. 
and we always get together and the conversation always inevitably ends up about us talking about video games or something like that. So we just got together and we're like, hey, what if we just recorded us talking about video games? So uh, it's called Fan Fiction and fiction is spelled F-I-X-T-I-O-N. Love it. Because the part of it is half of us is talking about like, you know, the video game oh, itself. Oh, I and get it now. See? Yeah. And the second half is us quote unquote fixing what we would do to change and that's make an the excellent. second uh, that's an excellent better. theme that's an excellent theme do you do you um what level of scripting do you do in advance as you're <laughs> so as you're thinking I, I hear you laughing yeah so as you're thinking about kind of like hey obviously i have a great admiration for such and such video game that's why we're here to talk about it we both love it but just like anything you're like hey there's a few things I wasn't crazy about. Boy, they really could have knocked it out of the park if they would have done this, that, that. How much do you make notes in advance or write an essay in advance or do whatever in advance? Or do you just kind of go and rant? Uh, we don't make nearly enough notes as we should. <laughs> okay, uh, we, all right. We mostly just just ping off each other. Like, I mean, there's like I'll write down certain like, oh, make sure you bring this up. Make sure you bring sure. this up. We do make our own ads. Uh, it's like kind of little spoof things. Yeah, and me too, dude. I'm, I want to make sure that somebody's getting revenue. <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't want it to be any of the piece of shit companies that are out there. Well, let's just make up our own. Yeah, dude, Should great. we do it right now? Let's do it. Um, okay, so, hey, uh, hey, folks, um, uh, glad to have you with us. And listen, we'll be right back after these advertisements. Boo. Hey, everybody. Uh, Mike here with... Uh, uh, like tape emporium, we sell tapes, lots and lots of tapes. Hey what? man, hey man, I just need some tape. Can you help me get some tape? Oh boy, do we? You don't even know how much tape we have for you. Like you want clear tape, scotch tape, packing tape. I've been looking for some blue painters tape. Oh, actually, we're out of that. Uh, that's <laughs> that's weird. That's uh, cut cut the well, cut well, the cut well, the. That's, okay. that's the only hey, that's thing okay. we don't have. What about the purple painters tape? The purple penis tape? Yeah, the purple penis tape. Oh, uh, well, that's on back order because as of right now, purple penis tape is one of the most sought after tapes in the tape world. Boy, I tell you, I just love tape. Oh, it's great. I love this. One side's sticky, one side's not. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's it's super. Like, sometimes there's two sticky sides and sometimes there's not two sticky sides, but that's not really tape. That's just paper. So, uh, welcome. come on down to the Tape Emporium where we will help you out nonstop. Yeah, three one three one four five 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 tape. That's three one four five 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 tape. <laughs> Come on down to tape and pour him. We got tape. Hey, uh, tape so good, you, you, you it's uh, it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. Usually we do get to write our ads a little bit more than that, but I think we killed it. I'm a, like, I'm a big fan of this one. Three one four five 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 tape. Come on down to tape and pour him. We got all your tape, unless yeah. you want that blue painted tape. We don't have the we blue painted tape. Ran baby. out. We're on back order for the blue painted tape, but uh, otherwise, if you six like six month waiting period. Now here, now Dan, that was great. I'm a big fan of that. How much did we get paid for that ad? Well, know. it depends on how much purple penis oh, tape oh, we get in over the next couple of days. Okay, it's a it's a it's a fraction of their total revenue mm -hmm. that they can you know they have some actuary. It's a that's like estimating how much of their revenue, like their marginal revenue, was a result of this particular ad. And they're like, well, technically, in the summertime, the re you know, the, our total tape hits usually increases anyway, independently of ads. We can't really attribute that to your particular ad. So, uh, and we're going to both be cut a check for like 33 cents. 
Hey, that's 33 cents we didn't have, so you gotta look at the bright side. Let's go and guide. What are you gonna do with your 33 cents? I'm gonna buy a ski. I'm getting a boat. You getting a boat? (laughs) You're gonna get a ski? A ski, just one ski. Dude, yes, that's great. I'm gonna get a drumstick. Yeah, we should all do since it's. And I'm I'm not talking the soda, like uh, just one wood plank. Yeah, like something that one of your legs could could ambulate down a A skinny little snow covered mountain top. And you're heading down with a single ski, and they're like, "Yo, dog, why don't you have another ski? Or is it because you're is it because you have a new and novel approach to skiing?" And you're like, "No, my fucking head I love only th- paid thirty three damn cents." I, I love that you think that because I think they'll see me on that and be like, "That man paid thirty three cents for that ski. Like, it's going to be like a twig." That guy's rich. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to believe. I was going to say money. I want to, but I was going to bleep the whole thing. He's got that old. Can't money. wait to old thirty three money. That guy's old money I have in his beep. Uh, <laughs> Shit, dude, I, this is the first ad revenue I've ever gotten, and it is hypothetical at the moment and definitely fake, but um, I'm pretty psyched about it, dude. I like Think how about it's fake revenue and you only gave yourself 33 30, cents. Well, you know, I mean... You, like, you could have fudged you the math. Ever, we could have been millionaires by now, yeah. and you, you brought us into the 33 cent... I don't world. want to be a fake millionaire, but I'm okay with being a fake 33 cents in there because it feels it feels attainable. I don't know. I don't, I've never been a... I, 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 I like to reach for low-hanging fruit. You know why? Because I'm hungry, and I don't want to risk dying. You're six foot tall. I mean, even the yeah, low-hanging fruit exactly. for you is I can get medium. Fruit. I can get medium-hanging fruit. And exactly. And like, well, this one's not even ripe yet. Don't care. It's higher. That's what I always Other say. Other guys can't get to it. The fact that I can get to it makes it seem more valuable simply because they can't. And then you end up just being miserable, having a piece of unripened fruit. And uh, nobody wants, you know. The, I, I Here's what I realized, Dan, a little while ago, is that there's a thing called natural selection. That's not that's not a force or a phenomenon in the world. It's, it, it is an outcome of the way that biology works, which is a billion times more complex than any sort of single decision that could be made by any being right and what it does is it uh, it it incidentally weeds out the individuals that would not necessarily contribute to the prolongation or what it's that word of a species i if such a thing still existed for human beings would be one of the first to be weeded out all right i would be natural selection would have me already just in a forest sitting on a sitting on a bench made of children's bones wow and just just ashes i would have turned to ashman i would i would have walked into the woods and i would have died but because we live in a society where everyone you know where we, as we should we we you know we we show respect to everybody everybody gets a fair chance i have somehow had this fortune of being able to meet a wonderful woman and and we're going to start a family and it's just it's beautiful and uh i i don't but i don't feel like that that i deserve that chance from a biological standpoint. i would have been weeded out ages ago so that's something you need to understand about me I feel like this conversation took a hard left yeah. turn from where we well, were at I a couple make sure minutes you ago. Like, I'm very happy for you. I want to make sure you understand what I am and I get it. And and what I and how I fit into, uh, you know, the what, what would you call it? Not the like. It would be a little too harsh if you would say like the food pyramid or whatever. What not food I think pyramid? What's, what's the thing? What is the thing where one thing eats the other and that one ate something food else? Food chain. Food chain. I said yeah. food pyramid. Well, humans is, like we've removed ourselves from the food chain. Like we're 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 exactly. we're done. We're exactly. out of that and bad boy. That, and that is the sole reason that yeah. I am afforded the ability to like have friends, make a stupid podcast. Evolution would have kicked me out at the age of oh, yeah. at the age of fourteen or fifteen. I would have I maybe hit puberty. If you would have met me when I was like twelve, you'd be like, "This guy's not going to make I, it." I like, <laughs> I was like three foot tall. <laughs> three like, feet tall. Like, no, like literally in high school when I was like in high school, my nickname was Mickey Mouse because I waited a sweet long time to hit puberty. I think oh. it wasn't until yeah, uh huh. That's 
bullshit. I like, hey, well, I tell you what, Dan. Uh, hey, would, folks out there, it. listen, anybody out there listening, feel free to send emails, comment, let us know what you think. I personally think that Dan's voice, very, it's velvety. It's good. Oh, thank you. What do you think it of, is now. What do you think of your voice now, objectively? Are you like, okay, it's good, or are you still kind of self-conscious? Oh, I'm very self-conscious. Uh, like, so... Tiff has listened to a couple of our podcasts, and I hate it. Like, she'll put them on only, speakers. I can imagine her just laughing hysterically. Oh, she loves it. Oh, yeah. my God, Dan. She's like, you guys are so funny. That's my best Tiff impression. That was a good one. And it's she's not a, great. she's a sweetie, too. Oh, You're saying God she throws you. you some love? She oh, throws... Tiff is, like, our number one fan. I Tiffany, love her for Tiffany, oh. And I like Tiff how you... Some, I like how you some kind of... being, and I love her. Sometimes you call her Tiff and I. That's how you pronounce it, which I know you're actually saying Tiff and I. But I, I like imagining that it's just a re-pronunciation yeah. of Tiffany as Tiff and I. Because you're talking about yourselves as a unit. Yeah. It's very cute. It's me and Bear. I kind of do the same thing. Me and Bear. Such and such. It's, um, Tiffany uh, is showing you some love. Yeah, she yeah. Likes oh, that she's you're, great. That's but, awesome. But at the same time, okay. like I was saying, she uh, she listens to it like on the speaker. And I hate hearing my own voice. Really? You're like, still... Are you oh, still... yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really hard for me to do. Like if I was an actor, I would 100% be those actors Never gonna watch who says own. I'm not watching I'm my not own movie. Red carpet, schmed oh, carpet. No. I'm not... Like I'll it. be there for the premiere, but the second it goes, I'm at a Denny's I can totally or something like that. The I'm first not time I had the opportunity to real my, really see myself in ha- giving a presentation or essentially giving a performance that I, that I truly um, like had any stake in, like gave a shit about... It was when if you're going to be a graduate teaching assistant, if you're going to get paid to be a teaching assistant at in at university or in, at at and you have to. One of the hurdles they make you go over is you have to basically just present yourself one time, sure, giving a, a lecture of your own choosing. Like oh yeah, basically whatever just you want. Imagine presenting something. It's got to be. It's supposed to be ten minutes. Wow. And you present to a bunch of students and a bunch of professors and some international students and some. Bilingual, but you get to pick whatever you want, right? Um, Any topic that I was not giving any guidelines other than just just basically, you need these people to advocate for you. What was your topic? Well, I just I just I just did a homework problem. I just did a statics problem on the chalkboard. I just just did a problem. You did a ten minute long homework problem. Fuck yeah, dude. Jesus, smarty yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so basically I did, oh, it's a great problem too. It's called the slips or tips problem. It's a classic, a classic in statics. Classic. Basically it's saying, um, the, the question is, imagine like a heavy refrigerator, for example, a, sure. re- a rectangle that you have to push. Okay. So you got to get it. You got to scoot it from meow to over meow. Okay. And how are we going to get it there? Well, we don't have a crane. We don't have a forklift. We don't have a, a dolly. We have to just ambulate it by shoving it. Okay. Um, but are you not a bit worried that as we begin to push that the bitch might tip and just fall over, tip over? How many people do we have? Well, <laughs> good question. Um, imagine that they're all, that, that it's just one infinitely sized person producing one force on the side of this rigid body in one location somewhere. Are we allowed any tools or anything like that? I have <laughs> right, so many no, questions now. Let's no, figure this very, out. Very, very good questions. It, it, is, it is as simplistic as you want it to be. We are going to apply a horizontal force to this re- uniformly weighted uh, rectangular body in two dimensions on a, f- on a rough surface, meaning not non-frictionless, and we have to, uh, we have to essentially assert at what uh, at what vertical position we are going to be able to pr- push, make this force. And then the question is, well, hang on, is the motherfucker just going to topple? 
Well, or is it going to slide? Is it top heavy? Is it bottom heavy? Like, uh, no. like I have so many questions. Very is good it... question. And again, uh, no, the the problem is as simplistic as it is uniform. Okay. So it is it is medium heavy. It is the the center of gravity is dead center of the rectangle. Okay. So I can tell you what the width and the height of the rectangle are. They're just they're known values W H, and then we're going to produce a force P, whatever it takes to overcome friction. Okay. In theory, at some height. So I have to put my hands on the thing. I could I could either grab the top edge. Okay. I could try to reach down and grab the very bottom edge, or I could push somewhere in the middle. But depending on my gout and my diabetes and stuff, maybe I'm only <laughs> able to push in a certain spot. And the question is, hey, we have a bunch of expensive bottles of Don Perignon champagne in there. Okay. We can't risk them tipping. If they topple even a bit, they will be wrecked. So, so we have so to analyze angle, in advance. So you can't do the whole like refrigerator on the back <laughs> kind of walk. That would that would right. What because you're I mean, describing it, would, it would, would not topple. Like the the champagne should be fine if it's. Oh, it'll be fine. It, <laughs> that that would essentially render moot the entire question if you were to lift it up like as essentially by a crane. I'm not, I'm not saying lift, but I'm saying like if standing, I put it on my back. You st- well, standing best, best in, standing in front. And we're, we're assuming oh. you are the one doing this. A six foot, what? I'm doing it. Two. Uh uh-uh, uh, bullshit. You're doing it. You're my guest. You do. You're doing it. Okay. Me. Well, then. Oof. All right. I, so I just don't see how this fine, took Dan, 10 I'm minutes. The, like, Dan pushed a refrigerator fine, Dan, for the a long time. It. Fine. I'm the one doing it. Okay. I have to okay, lift Okay. Well, it. then, Dan. You still have good questions. I just think you could be in front mm-hmm. of the refrigerator to kind of do the whole lean on the back thing, grab yep. it, like through this. Okay. If you got two people, then you have the first guy who just sho- starts shoving. Sure. And the second you begin to see a tip, the guy on the other side halts the tip and then says well oops we'll try again well you have somebody push lower oh the, to, to cause a couple yeah, a moment so couple somebody, somebody's holding way, up yeah. top somebody's pushing down so the keeping question it my, straight oh and, you're, you're absolutely right add a corrective force that that re reinforces whatever behavior you would want as boom. a person adds a force you don't know what the outcome is it isn't what you want you add a second force that sort of corrects yeah. for the first one the question would be and the purpose of this question in the first place is why not then just having analyzed or having thought about this prior adjust the first force so that it does not need a corrective second force why don't we just change the the tr- the problematic first force we applied so that it doesn't require a second force and and if there's only one of me and I don't have you here, which I always do, dance here like uh, six days a basically week. Basically live here. Yeah, kind of, kind of, basically lives here. He's a good, he gave, great, great tenant. He great gave tenant. me one taco, and I refuse to I leave now. I accidentally smelled his his soiled underpants one time. Didn't even smell bad. Weird part is they weren't even soiled. Yeah. Like I, that's just my natural. I wanted funk. to believe it was, but it smelled like <laughs> I don't know. It was a combination of. Do you remember it like? It was like, it didn't smell good, but it was like, I've told, you know how like... Um, I've been told it's like if lavender sat in a trash can for a month. <laughs> like, that's what it's like. It, it smelled like really good mixed with really like bad. It smelled like good no. intentions. I was going to go with really like, neutral. Ugh. I was going to be like, you know how the produce section smells? Like, when you go when you, when you you go out of the, you pass the bell pepper section and you go into the potatoes and onion section. Oh, yeah. And it has a vague smell of ground. It's not... It's not foul, yeah, but it's also not like a floral. It's, it's not like a pretty smell. You can smell the potatoes, remembering mm. what the ground smelled yeah, like. Yeah, they're like we we didn't forget. Yeah, that raccoons shit on us. It's potato sweat for seven months. Yeah, onion to, sweat to turn us into what we are, and mm-hmm. we literally are essentially just the intestines. Now, as an of Irish person, I can't have you like trash talking potatoes. Never would. Like, they they're very. very I, would, important to my I wouldn't do such a thing. It's okay. a very just it's making a, sure. It's a very efficient way to get like. The types of the types of compounds 
that human beings need for sustenance of life into their bodies. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't make it a such a deal, it wouldn't have been I, a deal. I tried. I tried to be um, so casual about it. That being the case. Oh, Dan, I love this. So far, I'm thrilled. There was a period of time where I w- would be self-conscious about the tangency, the constant tangents of the episode. I would feel like I'm doing a disservice. And maybe I am. Oh, no. But I, I just had a... A realization going into this one, knowing Throw it at me. that, knowing what I know about you, which is, you know, I mean, I know a little bit about yeah. you. Yeah, there's a We've good chance. There's a before. good chance we're gonna zigzag, and <gasps> and rather than and no. rather than apologize for it, embrace it. Oh yeah. And I was just realizing I have no idea where the heck we are or mm-hmm. how we got here. Yep. And you know what? I don't care. I used to feel a desperate need to try to backtrack and figure out where we started from and and and, cl- and tie up those loose ends. Oh yeah. I, I don't feel that. So I, I, I podcasted for a little bit, and like I just embraced the chaos at this point. Good, because like I've tried where like we write all the notes out, and it's like this is point one, this is point two, this is point yeah. three. Sure, I tried but, like, that too. Yeah, but then and you should try that. You should try. You should try. Yeah, yeah. And depending on like your style of podcasting and all that other stuff, is the only problem is like whenever you're on a good flow and you mm. want to keep talking, your brain somewhat shuts that down and goes like okay you need to wrap this up because you need to get back to point two sure but it also cuts whatever you guys were gonna go of off onto so oh, like yeah. i oh, always well, enjoy i enjoy riffing i enjoy just figuring out what we're gonna say next and dealing with it then there is absolutely a an optimum somewhere in there somewhere probably between the two it's not one or the other but yeah the the absolute free-flowing riff is awesome for it has its pros right and sure. pros and cons and then you obviously have the, uh, yeah, a rigid structure, which is not a big if fan you take, of rigid, yeah, rigidity. It, you not take, a big fan if of you it. take that to an extreme, it becomes all of a sudden hilarious actors, actresses, comedians, uh, reading lines off a prompter mm-hmm. that all of a sudden all of their charm is gone. Yep. Because they're you know, and it's like, well, let's not do that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm totally with you. I I I never went so far as scripting. Well, actually, that's not true. The first few episodes, I wrote. I would I wrote entire parts like paragraphs yeah. that I would want not with the intent of reading word for word but yeah. like this is what I want and I realized well that not only doesn't take forever I don't think I'm gonna get my point across better necessarily that way than if I were to just know the key points and I downgraded it to just bullet points mm-hmm. and 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 since then I've gone away from any of it and they, see our best shit's gonna be when we just it's, talk it's it's to each their own because like so yeah. whenever me and Matt so in our podcast we do fake commercials like that beauty we dropped not too long well ago. that one wasn't fake for the folks out oh, there yeah. but yeah there you guys tra- do fake tape ones emporium is a no real, what we real thing. yeah no ours obviously 33 we, cents we yeah i don't i just i don't i don't want the people out there to think that tape emporium's not they need to call 1-800-5-5-5-1-3-1-4-5-5-5 tape and get folks get your tape yeah come um, on guys necessity uh, but, but, at this but point. on the other podcast yeah on on mine um so matt is a natural improv improv he's great at improv okay how about so, improviser I don't like that one. I, yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, let's get it out of here. He's so, an improv guy. Matt, he's the improv guy. So Matt will, I'll be like, okay, Matt, do you know what you're going to say? He's like, ah, I'll make it up. But for me, we'll I do will, it live. I will write down word for word what I'm going to say. When you come up with a great line, you, yeah. you don't want to lose it. Yeah. And so like Matt doesn't need a script. I do. But that's just how we work. Like that's just how our style yeah, is. Not necessarily, not necessarily a strength of one, a weakness of the other. No. But there is something to be said for how people yeah there's a weird thing that happens at the moment of the inception of speech the inception of when you yeah in real time that everything inside your brain kind of goes to shit there's this yeah. chaos yeah, at the down. exit of your mouth that 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 people 
handled differently. But even with with that, like, so I'll keep the, I'll have the uh, podcast recording, and me and Matt will both <laughs> improv each. <laughs> and so I think some of my best lines come out of me improving. Um, but I like kind that of, line, but I can then make it into a structured format to where the line hits also, the way I want it yeah. to. And Matt can just make it flow. Well, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of just being an artist. That's kind of being a writer, being a comedian, sort of, right? It's like you, you think a bunch of things. You just kind of feel good feelings and then see what comes out of your yeah. mouth. And then you throw away what you don't like. Exactly. And try to keep like, I, yeah, I've never been able to do it. But I, I love hearing about people that can do it, talking to people that do it. I have a f- couple of friends that are noteworthy that you, you can tell that there's, it's almost like it's genetic. You can tell certain people like, okay, this guy, this guy's funny. This, oh, guy, yeah. this guy's a goofer. This guy... It, and uh and i always uh yeah i always admire that i don't i dig it it's yeah. stressful though because like and i love that whenever we do our improv stuff we're like in a basement in the corner there's no one listening to us so if i know i like fludge it up really really bad i can just <laughs> yeah. delete that thing you know oh, dude when that's a, that's a great feeling isn't it it's just falling on your ass a few times and yeah. then going hey this doesn't hurt so bad almost like putting on a bunch of pads yeah. and then hitting a skateboard exactly and you just wipe the fuck out yeah. and you got so many pads on, nothing hurts, and you go, "Hey, wait a minute! Nobody's out here trying to." The amount of stuff that me and Matt me. have deleted that we're just like, "No, didn't work, didn't work. Try this, Matt. Try it this way. Okay, I'm gonna try it this way. You try it this way." That's gotta be like most of most of comedy writing stuff, right? It's just I kinda, hope so. Yeah, it. Yeah, I, I gotta imagine so. I don't like I said, never done it, but damn, dude, how many episodes do you have? Uh, so we've recorded ten. Oh. Four are out. Okay. Wow. So you were talking to me about this a, lo- a while back. Sure. And okay, so how what how frequent is it? Once a week? Uh, it's every weeks? other week. Okay. Um, so it's what biweekly, I guess. At that, I is guess. that semi-weekly or biweekly? I think it's semi-weekly, actually. Bi-weekly, I think that, I think that's the right no. way. It's semi-weekly. Yeah. But but if it's you guys doing it, it's weekly. Just W E A K. Oh, no. okay, okay. How, Ouch. It's double. It's wow. Two, two times as week. I thought we were having a nice thing here, and you just no, gotta I'm, drop the insults. Every now and then, I just gotta I just gotta lash out because it's like, look, I only have, well. I don't even have ten thousand listeners per episode. You know what I mean? I have less. Just, just, just under. It's pretty humble, my my listener base. Which, by the way, shout out to my listeners. Love you guys all. I actually am pretty proud of the group that I've got. Every oh, now yeah. and then, I hear from people who I think are really cool people. Oh yeah. That I have no idea listened, and this person who's like a popular, cool, interesting, fun, smart person will just be like, "Oh hey, by the way, I thought it was funny when you guys talked about this." Thing. Oh yeah. You listen to my shit. And I'm like, holy smokes. That comments. is extremely humbling. And I love you guys all out there for listening. Thanks for sticking with like, us. And comments are amazing. Like, And I'm not trying to like... I don't know, get comments. Tell, you I, don't? Oh. No, I, I, I upload stuff onto it. Well, I don't mean to derail your idea there. but It's derailed and, already, and, so No, no, it. go back. Go back. No, no. It's done. Salvage. It's derailed. Salvage Let's it. move on. You said comments are... I forget. ...a particular thing, a Mm-mm. unique thing. What are your feelings about comments? Because I don't get them. Do I want to hear what they're well, like. Do you, do you have a platform to get comments? Well, that, that's the problem is... I shouldn't say problem. That's the issue. I so I use a thing called what's it called? Transistor.fm. It's just a website that is a, basically a service. You pay like a small amount monthly. That anytime you wish to um, uh, upload your audio, you know, with with uh, description, text description, with a little uh, thumbnail image and all that stuff, they'll take all that input and process it uh, appropriately to be able to then dump out to the 9, 12, 15, 16, however many uh, podcast servicing services there are. Got it. Apple dot, 
Oh, what is it called? Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Apple, Spotify is the big one. Spotify is my biggest one. And then, yep, all we're those. Big on a- we're big on and Apple so Podcasts. I don't know thing. what the alternative would be, but I guess I could, I don't know, maybe in theory, I guess I guess I could like have separate logins to all those places, format things the way exactly the way they need them, and upload myself. But for 20 bucks a month, this service does however many I want. I could do 10 a day, yeah. and it puts them all up. And then, sure enough, a day later, you show up to Spotify, and it's got my stupid thumbnail image. That's great. And the little description have you and about, my piece of shit audio. Have you thought about opening like a Twitter, Instagram, or anything like that for the show? So we did. So I do have a Facebook uh, page for the show, which Facebook was page. suggested by uh, another good friend of mine who also, shout out to Joe Quatt. You have Quatt. a ton uh, of good friends. I love it. You're so popular, Dan. Uh, it must be yeah, the name. Yeah, they, people love me. They, uh, I do. I am very fortunate. I have a lot of awesome friends, and not the least of which my uh, college roommate, Joe Quatt. Name four. I'm kidding. No, well, Joe Fawn, Eric, Nico, Corey. Okay. Uh, I could go further. Dylan, Stu. Okay, Fawn. now you're just, um, now you're just I'm just bragging? Now you're just bragging. Yeah, I got point. a lot of good friends. I'm happy. Um, I have Matt and Joe Fawn, <laughs> over-the-top guy. This guy, who's he's one of these types of guys who... Um, he, does, he, he never just does something. When he does something, he just becomes kind of a master oh, wow. at it. If he's going to do something, it's it, I don't know. I wonder what goes on in his head, but it's like I don't think there's anything he does that he doesn't do with with a perceivable sort of expertise. Fully he, committed. Yeah, he just dives in. Yep. And being, a, being a, a very, very intelligent person, but also there's something else up in his head I could never figure out. This sort of gumption, this extra go get him, this extra turbocharge. That everything he touches, he just does it, you know, just twice as good as the other as the other hobbyist. He just he shows up to do the same hobby. Go big or go home. He just bangs it out twice as hard because he just figures out, hey, if you're gonna do it that way, why don't I just do it this way, way better? But he's the most humble guy. Nice, so friendly. That's what you want to so hear. So thoughtful and considerate and nice. He's got a family. His kids are grown now. He's he's just top notch guy. Twenty four karat gold. And he, uh, why did we bring up Joe Foy? Oh, you're enlisting friends that you had. You know, yeah, well, that's what at you my, got me doing. my friend challenge that, that you like, blew me out of the water, and now you're just bragging about that's, a certain friend. No, you got me talking about I actually had a direction when I was talking about Joff and something he did that I was very impressed by that aligned with something we had been talking about, the two of us. And now maybe I've lost uh, he, it. He was talking about Facebook. Somebody had told you to... Ah, uh, dude, Dan. Bringing it back. Wow, we made it all the way back. So he suggested uh, one, of the, one of the business endeavors he had taken on years back that... Um, he was having some success, some profitability, uh, and w- was given the, subje- the suggestion to, well, you should start a Facebook page, and here's the couple of little tricks you should do on that Facebook page to try to generate you know, views or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, he, I, it, the way, by the sound of it, he like tenfold increased his viewership, and it became not just profitable, but like um, actually kind of was, was raking in some cash. Over, over a goofy-ass website he made just because... He's got the talent to make websites. Somebody suggested, hey, there's a gap in the market for such and such thing. And he's like, just for kicks, I'll, I'll fuck with it. I'll make a website for that thing that there are there are fans of, but there is no fan web yeah. website. I don't okay. really care about this thing, but I'll make the website. And he found a it. need for it. That, made it I and found then, a niche, yeah. yeah. I found the need, yeah. And he did it. It became sort of successful. And then it sounded like that the putting a facebook page out there that sort of um promotes or oh, yeah. like re repeats your when something new comes out and sure. anything changes oh yeah you can tell your facebook friend and then you got to get it yeah, you got to get in the algorithm friend. man you got to get in the algorithm so he said why don't you do that so i did that but i also just don't give a shit so i didn't pay much attention to it fair so within a day i had eight facebook followers <gasps> and within six months i had eight facebook followers nice and then christina who actually this is 
who's good at this kind of stuff for better or for worse she um was like i was asking for tips and she's you should probably just let me take this over and i was like go for it and now we have more than eight facebook followers on our website long answer to a short question dan i loved it that what an amazing journey we just went on (laughs) I met a new friend of yours who's amazing at everything he does. Joe Foy is really awesome. If you met him too, you want to you want to despise him because of how um, how awesome he is at things. You're like, God, this guy sounds like a piece of shit because he's so good at it. And then you meet him, and you're like, Oh my God, he's also good at charming the pants off of me. Oh wow! He's uh, I never took my pants off. And just, well, that's not well, true. Well, that's I, not true. I like, my, let's just let's just be very. I clear. took my pants off. This man in his takes his pants off hundreds very of times. Often. He was my roommate in college. Okay. I was pantsless in, within ten feet of him. Uh, as many times as there were days in the semester. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice little mental image for not, the viewers not at home Not intentionally. Not not because it was him there, but well, because I also had to get into my bed and I didn't wish to have pants on at that time. And our beds were very very close. There was a while where I actually enjoyed sleeping in jeans. That's that sounds like uh, who's the guy in Arrested Development? It, oh, the Never Nude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> David Cross's enjoyed character. Enjoyed sleeping in jeans. So I'm t- you're I don't about, know why. Like, like there was like a, shorts, jeans. Oh no, just jeans. jeans. Like just jeans just for dick some on, reason. Dick on denim. Dick on uh, dick on zipper. I really played a dangerous game here. Oh my goodness! Uh, you're like, a zipper dipper. Uh, well, I mean, everything's belt, fine. Belt or no belt? You're horizontal. You don't need it. I don't need a belt. Oh, that's beltless. silly. You're oh, being ridiculous at this right. point. Well, you're. But you're no, the one you. with your. I just I, for like a good year. That's I, it. Felt nice. I liked it. Why was that? Big for, fan. Why was it for a tire? What? Well, he said it was for a good year. It was good. Year. Oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> but um, speaking bum, of tired, yeah, nailed Speaking it. of tired, nailed it. Um, don't nail the good year. Dude. That's I have one of those right now. I a nail to, in your good year. I have to pump it up every day. No, it's not. It's a Sumitomo. Shout out to Justin, who talked to me. Getting <laughs> what? Sumito- Sumitomo tires. You remember Shout that song? Shout out to Justin. Tires. You remember that song that goes like this? I don't. Gator boots. No. The pimped out Gucci suits. Nope. I promise you. But I stay fly. I have no idea what you're doing right Got now. Got a quarter tank of gas in my new E-class. Nope. And that's okay because I stay fly. Oh, There's, that part. No, I'm kidding. There's no, a I have band no idea. Called, I got excited for a second. There's a band called The Big Timers, and they had some like kind of goof rap. Sure. They intentionally. Intentionally? Uh, uh, intentionally? Mm, I, no, I was trying to do two words at once. I think. Oh, Okay. Was it accidentally? They, by chance, what was I trying to say? Incidentally. Oh, okay. Well, that's incidentally. A word. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, you're, you're nailing it. Take your word for it. You're the you're the one. You're the word guy. The, uh, they if had, I'm your word guy, mm-hmm. then we're in a massive sinkhole of words. Let me ask you this question. Throw Dan. it at me. If you want, if you wanted me to, I do to 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 uh, tell others that you are my fill in the blank guy okay. what would you want the blank filled with oh, so, so they're like it's somebody a strange person okay. a third person would I say got it. I do get you it. know dan mccoy and i would say yes he's my guy oh you know so what, what do i what do i consider myself a specialist no in? you don't have to consider it what do you wish most what is your heart desire the most that i would refer to you as not even knowing that you could hear me i'm elsewhere i'm in another state i'm in i'm in massachusetts and they said do you know dan mccoy and i would you know, say yep he's my guy movie guy my movie guy yeah do you want to be my movie guy? I'll be your movie guy. Like oh. I, I, some of my friends will still call me at like two in the morning when they're drunk. And be like, Dan, Dan, that movie with Jack saw. Nicholson. What's that? What's oh my that gosh. movie? It's the and one I'm with like, the, it's like, the one with the evil hotel. Uh, yeah, I'm like, are you Chinatown? Which isn't that one, but or still. Are you, or are you talking about some other Jack Nicholson? Is oh my good? gosh, no, he hit impressions. Everyone, God damn it, that Jesus. was good. 
That was really good. Oh, I'm gonna cut. See, I told Dan. Don't I, you cut that? I out. promised Dan that there. I that I cut almost nothing. I only cut, but that one that was that, good. That level of wait, you did you did a Jack Nicholson impression. Seen, it was good. I have seen true emotion from you, Dan, in ways that I don't see from a lot of friends, and it and it's and it it heartens me in ways that I can't describe. And then this from you, what this this. This patronizing. I'm not patronizing at all. I loved it. That was genuinely like <laughs> you started it. And I was like, oh, he's doing an impression. And then you knocked it out of the park and I gave you praise. And all of a sudden you're like, you patronizing son of a bitch. You know like, what's funny? Yeah. That was great. Yeah, it was. You're actually right. It was It was. Perfect. I was really impressed. 100% perfect. It was good. Zero flaws. You so you're my... If you were here, he even did the eye thing where one yeah, eye went yeah, a little kinda, low kinda and the other eye kind of stayed you high. You got to squint one of your eyes. So you're my movie guy now, officially. Um, what is So what does that role entail? Well, um, as I, I previously mentioned, if you're drunk as hell at 2 a.m. and you like don't remember oh the name God. of the movie, you can call me or text Dan, me. Dan, Normally, Dan, I, Dan. I have the answer. I know you probably think I'm drunk right now. I'm really not. Okay, I had a couple of beers. I just need to help you with something. I, I, what's that movie where he's like, uh, where he's like, uh, uh, Cruel Intentions? I, no, yeah. I am your father, and it's a fucking robot guy, and he, uh, and it's something like. They have swords, but they're really bright. So that's going to be Star Trek. <laughs> I do it. I it told is, you. you. Got and then, it. And Nailed then you just it. hear me like getting further away from the microphone. I told you. I told you it's fucking Star Trek. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars. It's For like record, our sober driver. We also got a James Earl Jones impression out of him there really quickly. Wait, that's what, what did I do? Oh, I just said I am your father. Yeah, but you did it in a voice, though. That's two impressions in one show. That's a really, that's a very iconic voice. Yeah, you did great. It's You got to be very careful. You, you got to drop that octave as low as you possibly you got to, can. But it also has kind of like, a, there's, a, there's like a, there's a you're, it's very much from the back of the throat. And I knew who it was without the breathing. Because mostly time, if, if people are going to do the Darth Vader impression, it yeah. always starts out with a. And he's like, I don't, just, I don't care for your. What does he say to the guy? He's like, your lack of. Faith of, is disturbing. Your lack of, of loyalty is. Just, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And he crushes some dude's throat. And it's like, dang. Yeah. Dang, dog. Like, if I, if I do bad, are you going to just crush my throat too? Can I go work for someone Do you different? think he feels the resistance of his. What's this good, thing? Very good question. Like, yeah. the, what the, is the, the tactile. Like, do you think he's like. He's, the tactile he relationship. When, when you telekineticize, what is the tactile relationship i always funny thing i thought about this as a kid like different things you would do that are magic if there is not truly force like enabling whatever sort of kinetic thing you're doing well it's how is midichlorians that, is what you're how is it that i can interact with the thing i always said i also thought the same thing about like flying if you're superman yeah. and he just kind of hovers up it's like a bird feels like the difficulty of smashing their wings against the have, air. Have you heard this? And there's a, they hover because of the energy that they if, put into the. If ambient. humans could fly, if, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. Well, I and I and, and I can. So yes, you can ask me. If humans can, if humans could somehow find the ability to fly, but it was like mm. running, where you had to train. You couldn't just do oh. it. Like it took practice. What percentage of humans would actually <laughs> fly? Good question, dude. So that's like a, I, I, you know what? My immediate response to that would be like that is the same question of saying if humans could have a six, if humans could be healthy, if humans could be in such good physical shape that it makes them genuinely sexually appealing, which is a thing people desire, then how many would do it? And you can see that there is a finite number. It's five percent or three percent of people are like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uncomfortable 
difficult things to make myself hot so yeah. that I can choose between more married CEOs that I can bang and get money from Amen. And, or whatever. And, and it's like, yeah, well, who would not want that, I guess, ability to be horrible if they could have it? Well, in theory, every person's entitled to that if they're willing to put in the effort. Sure. I see that as a very, very similar uh, question. And so I would say, I bet what would happen is that society would make uh, would make it would normalize basically um, making fun of the people who do that and yeah. acting like they're over the top. Because I think the uh, big oil industry would be like, oh my gosh, like if people are flying, they're not going to be using their cars. Oh my! How goodness. do we make oh. flying? Oh my god! A bad idea. Oh my god! Absolutely, you're you're going to make an huge anti-flying campaign huge campaigns you're about, flying into planes yep, birds are gonna attack you here's radiation up there the here oxygen's are, lower here is a pair of here is a pair of 50 something year old good old boy like indiana midwest parents in black and white yep. sitting in their now dilapidated sad uh living you're room painting a beautiful photo telling telling the camera about she was only 19 years old. She was 19 and mm -hmm. she was a, she was our baby. <laughs> she had just been accepted to medical school. She just only wanted to fly. And then she went flying one time. <laughs> one time. And somehow they have to make it where like the 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 you know the the bad guys who are supposed to be the bad guys have to be the bad guys. Like, yep. What they throw somebody under the bus. It's like whatever. We'll they'll throw their own and then Shell Oil Corporation told us she could fly and she flew and the first time she went up we never saw her again and uh it's like yeah perfect and everybody's like now now that is truth now yeah. everybody is telling each other well but you do know that flying is really bad hey, oh wait. yeah yeah because you of don't that, want to be that close to that the power one, lines I one, mean, come on, that guys. one stupid thing you saw on tv that was clear first of all mm -hmm. do you know how expensive it is to get a thing on tv where do you think that money's coming from? oh yeah that money's coming from well, just it's, it probably came from the family who just really wanted other parents to know to not let the kids spend. The, yep. Where did they get I'm that money you. from? Oh, you mean the billion dollars it costs oh. to have a Super Bowl ad? Probably came from a corporation. What kind of corporation would be willing to invest in that? You know, they are beholden to their shareholders, right? They there. very much are. And uh, so, it, how how is that? How is shitting on the idea of doing of exercising your freedoms profitable for a company? Let's see. Uh, Shut it down. Oh, because Shut the more people fly, yep. the less they need to poison the atmosphere mm -hmm. with our product. Yep. And it would just be interesting. It, I would love to see the attack ads on flying. Dude, if we could play God, I would not do anything fun or gratifying. I would do exactly what you're saying. I would get you on board. I would, first of all, my first act as God would be I have the power to now make other people gods too, <gasps> lesser gods. Oh. Okay. We'll call so you demigods. Well, eh, so like a Zeus Hercules kind I, of thing. I never liked the term demigod because Demi Moore, the first time I knew of her, I'm gorgeous, supermodel, but and, and, and I'm waiting decent, to, decent yeah. actress too. But what about I, Demi Lovato? The first time I ever knew of her was when she had her head shaved, and I was too young to realize. G.I. Jane. Yeah, too young to realize that a woman can still be very pretty with even without the effeminate like long locks of hair. Sure. So I saw her and I'm like, why did she? Why did she have hair like a guy? And so I was six and I was like, that's not hot. So uh -oh. I thought Demi was not hot. So now I don't like Demi. So what we're going to do is we're going to... That's gonna, a weird connection. We're going to call like, you... I just, uh, I just... Like, I... You're it's gonna, always interesting to see yeah. how people rationalize that, but that's a weird rationalization. Uh, I hear how you. people rationalize not liking Demi Demi more? Or like Everybody's people with shaved heads. Everybody has a different reason. I'm, Sinead O'Connor in her record, prime is gorgeous. For the record, totally for it. Now, the older you get, the more you realize that you... Yeah, there are so few things that really are rigid, uh, rigid constraints 
that d- dictate what it is you do and don't like. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you learn to be more open-minded. Not in not necessarily in a let's immediately go to the let's immediately turn into just absolute freaks. Yeah. But like uh, there, well, the things that happen to you in childhood little... like stick with you. Like you're like, right, yeah. right, right, right. You're afraid of things that your parents taught you to be afraid of, for better or for worse. Bless their hearts, they they meant well. And you're you're you like things that you were taught to like by the people around you and whatever you whatever you were. Yeah. So, for instance, whenever yes. like there is yes. a a small like a small amount of people who believe in ghosts. Like I think everyone has oh, that sure. friend who's so like, describe, oh, the house is now, haunted. Describe ghost in that sense. In that sentence, uh, this ghost. place is haunted. There is a spirit here. Meaning, like a person with no body that that floats around in this area. Yes, they have like, the there, ability there a person to see who is alive, you. To understand, and you. now they are dead in their energy. And you can you can describe it in any way, okay. shape, or form. Somehow they are present. They're watching. This, they this are interacting. Dead, this dead person's okay. energy is still here. Yes, I think it's all shenanigans because I think my first introduction to ghosts was Ghostbusters. And you're like, dude, I would just vacuum your ass up. Well, it's like you're all silly. Like it's a comedy. I don't you take know. this seriously. You know what's it's, funny is, is there was there was somebody who wrote that movie Ghostbusters. His name's like, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ivan. This Reitman. is going to be a great comedy with good actors. It's going to be well liked. It's going to become a classic. But you know, while we're here, let's go ahead and help kids not believe in fucking ghosts. Which is funny because Dan Aykroyd, one of the actual writers of it, is a massive believer in the supernatural. Like huge, he's huge. I into wonder it. what that means. I wonder what that entails. Like, really, you think that all around us there are just invisible like beings, representative of? I want you to Google now dead Dan Aykroyd's uh, right interviews. Now. We don't have to do it now. Uh, to the viewers at home, if you if you haven't Google che- it. if you haven't checked out Dan wait, Aykroyd's wait, wait. view of blo- the supernatural, you are like, going to crash gonna blow servers. Your mind. You're going to crash servers. You understand? Well, about ten thousand people are going to Google it well, all at once. Less than ten thousand, but yeah, 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 yeah. They're all doing it right now. Right, just right now. They're all doing a it right giant now. Live. Migration to live. the internet. Literally, there is I don't, no timestamp. I don't know if with. the internet can handle almost ten thousand people. Dude, I started in OnlyFans, and the internet didn't exist for four days. I mean, you had to go to you would have to go to Malaysia to get internet, and that still all they had was eBay. I heard when you started it, the only place you could get the internet, North Korea. It's yeah, the only place that was pinging it. <laughs> Everything else was booked. Yeah, yeah. It's the only place that, that, was, that had solid that internet was, connection. Yeah, you had to go to the one weird library, <laughs> the one like library for show, where it's just a bunch of em- like blank books on weird shelves. And they're like, "Oh, we did actually hook up the internet here. Well, I haven't checked if it's a real. Oh yeah, it still works. It runs on Mr. Doss. <gasps> Whoever destroyed Mr. Doss? Well, MS Ms. <laughs> Ms. Ms. Doss. Ms. Doss. Well, sorry. Ms. Doss. Ms. Doss. Yeah, Mademoiselle mm-hmm. Doss. Uh, yeah, dude. A uh, and I found out actually that. Though the only people that have access to that computer are like military dudes, and the, and it was like nine of them, just and nine, just yeah, nine military nine dudes, and That's the entire there was, internet, and none of them were, you know, dudes who are attracted to dudes, <laughs> and so it's like they're seeing it, and they're just kind of like, I don't, you know, not really interested. Uh, so they're kind of clicking onto the next page. Sure, one of them turned gay because of my images. Oh, without a doubt, only one of them. Well, yeah. it's your feet. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and he starts, you know where your real gold is, and it's on those ten piggly wigglies oh, you got. I'm, hey, listen, I'm. I understand look, why bro, you keep shoes around, on all the hey, time. I've been around for a minute, bro. I, I'm not stupid. I know what I know what they like over there. But this I, uh, little piggy went all the way to the bank, bank, and bank. Yes, and he's like, I couldn't think of a joke there. The um, uh, lack no, of joke so was a he, joke. So he tried to, <laughs> he tried, he, yeah, he tried to DM me, and I was like. We're still on this. DM? <laughs> Something about demilitarize. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't DM me, dog. The only okay. thing I'll, only DMs I want with you is a DMZ or something. I don't know. But anyway. DMZ. Um, on the, the direct message zone right over here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Get me with that DMZ. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I turned a couple of North Koreans gay, and I don't. That's fine. It's whatever. And honestly, I'm like, you're probably not gay, then you're probably bi or whatever. If you sure. just if you thought you liked girls, and now you you saw my photos, I think a lot of people and you're like, to oh the, shit, I like dudes yeah. too. I got I'm like, you. that's bi, and you know what? I I'm, like, ah, I'm super for that. I'm like, dude, don't ever, you know, yeah, explore that whatever, dude. I don't know, just don't. Uh, I yeah. dig it. Don't don't and fuck you, just don't fuck for money. And you were worried that if we just improvised this whole thing, we'd get into silly <sighs> we, situations yeah, yeah. that made no I was, sense. I was a, a little nervous that we would end up talking about you were so worried prostituting that we were going to end up in, in North Korean OnlyFans pages. Male North Korean soldiers in the DMZ that are that are worried about catching a disease or something from. And know. now Dan Aykroyd's going to ping on the internet for the first time in uh, you know, twenty years. Good for him. Yeah, he needs to get back on, dude. We've been missing it. Have you seen Afterlife? Shoutouts. We miss you, dog. Afterlife? Ghostbusters I'll Afterlife? I'll tell you one thing I saw that I really did like. It was called Hereafter. Oh, I don't know what that is. A movie about the afterlife. Really neat, I thought. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I saw reviews of it that I think held it in decent favor. Oh, 10 out of 10. Oh, great. Oh, perfect. So now, a were real, you, like, a were you a, are you a huge fan of the original? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So you might be, now, we don't have to necessarily say numbers, but you're maybe a little older than me? Or, Ouch. Or are we equal? Ouch. No, I'm just trying to figure out where your, what your pop culture was at for, in, in your I don't formative like saying, years. It's weird. I don't like saying my age, but I was born That's in fine. 1986. Perfect. 87. Okay. okay. So indeed, just might as well be equal. Yeah. So formatively, we had access, in theory, to a lot of the same media. My parents were a little protective about letting us watch anything like interesting or fun sure <laughs> it was not like you necessarily have to just watch only gerbert or whatever the creepy christian stuff was but there was kind of some of that okay. we could watch we the, watched veggie tales pretty really regularly yeah dude like veggie tales was zucchini, a hard play zucchini on my plate if, zucchini on my tv if you like to talk to tomatoes and this kid did so. right and they yeah and it's just like why not, even as a kid you're just like why can't these voice actors just just use your regular voice. It's not like any of us know your voice. Yeah. Just use your normal. It's not like you have to abstract your voice from what it normally is. You're not a celebrity. And you talk like this. And it's like, just use You your... think it was a filter, though? Uh, oh, I don't think so. Oh, you don't um, think so? You know what? I'd have to hear it again. Ma- maybe in the early years it I'd was. i have to hear it again. But even with, like, South Park, like, he, well, he, he used to have to do the voice of Cartman. And now he does like kind of a little bit voice. Oh my and god, then, he so totally doesn't anymore. It's like he totally talks like just a normal guy with a little bit of a lip. And then, but because they Instead have technology, like, he totally like, you know, no, they, they have it, technology that like changes that stuff for him. Right? Oh, you're saying that they process the voice? I think like, they do automatically. I'm saying the actual voice they for the put, pitch alone. The I mean, for Kylan Stan, like it's still fairly high pitched. I don't think they're doing those actual Dude, voices. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's, it's like way up here, but it kind of sounds like the same as. And they have the same voice as. Yeah, no, they, they speed them up. It's all plus 30% yeah. or something. I think Cartman's voice, what we hear, is totally different than what it was to start. Oh, without a doubt. Kind of like the same that Homer Simpson used to sound like a total asshole. Oh, yeah. And but they, look, if anyone's going to watch The Simpsons, I usually tell them to skip the first two seasons. It's almost unwatchable, in my opinion. Sure. People have strong opinions about it. I did like some Simpsons. I think there's a lot of gems in there, and everybody will kind of agree that it's like, hey, about season like kind of four to yeah. ten kind of thing. Well. I have a hard time with the animation style. Like, it's just so slow and clunky. Like, I know the jokes are solid. Maybe. The writing's solid. I'm never cute. mad at the writing. It's but it's it's hard for me to watch early Simpsons episodes because it's just, oh, it feels... The very early stuff? Same yeah. thing with Family Guy and stuff. It oh, was, yeah. I, yeah. I can't. It's so hard for me to go back and watch 
season one or two or three of almost anything that's run that long. Isn't it funny? Because when you first saw it, it was amazing. It, it felt great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they they, they figure out they they but, sharpen their. But even thing. shows like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh go back God. and watch like season one or two, dude. I it, it feels it and looks up. so insanely different. Um, they're younger and the the music they they the they cameras keep, they, they use they have the same tracks though. It's lower five cameras and they they there are some differences but the very first episode was like the gang gets racist or something yeah and i mean no the writing is solid it, like it, it, they they have kept I, the same I degree of writing i'm talking about like visual what you're okay. like kind of dealing with ah it's different but i mean in 15 years there's got to be some difference sure. i am i am routinely uh surprised by how well it feels like the theme or the sorry the the atmosphere or whatever the feeling Okay. That show holds up. Always sunny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it feels like you're. It feels the same to me. It yeah. feels like I'm watching the same show, same writer, same concept. Mm-hmm. Archer, you can tell the writers there was a drastic change in season five, and then again and again. So, and there, there are some Rick and Morty, which was so good, and it felt like in four they really dropped off, and five, ah man, it just it's just a whole different show. It's like a different person talking. It's like a different. Well, that's because you don't keep showrunners. Uh, like the person who's in charge that long anymore. Yeah, direct. Like you usually get like arcs, like three or four seasons of one person, and then they move on. To well, some other so stuff. then how do some shows manage to uh, manage to keep their keep their bones for the for the whole time? Like what? Give me an well, example. Well, so what? So like we just said, it sunny in sunny Delphia. Well, sunny in Philadelphia. Like that's because Rob and it's those guys. It's it's Charlie. And, so they did. And, they so they broke the mold by truly keeping the yeah. same. The same and then, like uh, Fred Savage has been very, very uh, been in there and directing a lot of the stuff. That's a that's a, like it's it's the same a, four. What an it's absolute gem, man! It's it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's a modern day Seinfeld. Yeah. I thought I thought um, yeah I thought Archer was another one that, that just blew I stopped my mind. I stopped and watching Archer when he died in the pool. Sure, that was which was like a it was like a and I heard a after that dream, right? I heard after that it went into like uh, oh sorry like, spoilers. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think that was season seven, and that never happened. I mean, that was like he was in a coma, and this was his dream. Yeah, sequence. but didn't they do like two or three seasons of yeah, him that doing were dreaming? All, yep, that were also, there was one in space, and the other exactly. one was like, they just old kind of timey. like, were I having like I fun with whatever thing they wanted to do. I didn't care for a ton season. of those, but it had already, that show, which I loved, perhaps oh. maybe was my favorite show of all time at the time that it came out, or the first couple seasons. I had already sort of, it had already sort of lost its, um, its, its, allure it's spice to me i still like it sure but it it no longer had that that uh, mystique maybe what's the word i'm looking for yeah that just diamond sparkle yeah and after season five you, there was a few jokes in some episode they're in the break room and he's making fun of pam and she's got like a whole pot roast or something in a slow cooker and it's like okay haha classic yeah classic memes here but the the verbiage of the jokes is so dull yeah and and and, and uh yeah, poorly timed. So, so I, they, we have different. The, it, it, it just kind of all died to well, me at once. So it's all been a grain of salt since yeah. then. Is all I'm saying. You're right. There were three but seasons you, in a row that all felt. Dull but you can tell when a showrunner leaves. Like, so do yeah. you watch uh, what we do in the shadows at all? No, never heard of it. Uh, I a, mean, maybe heard of it. It's never. A, it was a movie. Um, it's it's a great movie. Uh, Tika Watiti, uh, Jermaine Clement. Uh, it's really really funny. Then they did a TV show starring Matt Berry. Um, and uh, some other people I don't know their names so I'm not going to try and butcher them but the first two seasons are like amazing and then the third season hit and the main mm. showrunner left and you can tell and, and some people love season three some people didn't care for season three but you can tell there's a change 
in kind of how the show's being the formulated. tone, the timing, the yeah, you know, the, the characters all of a sudden seem to be fighting their original tendencies and now doing this or they're trying weird to thing. you know like or someone takes over and they have a path that they want the characters to grow to. And so you, now you see this growth that's you know kind of funny, coming out dude? of nowhere. You want to know a funny metaphor, a funny or a funny analogy yeah. to that? Um, when you, so you're what you're describing is just being able to innately see something and detect that it is unnatural, sure. or detect that you you dislike it, or maybe you you just recognize it as being mm, a little bit different. different. Yeah. and that is because the smooth lines and contours and things that nature would have produced are replaced now by these more mechanical and forced juts and 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 shit. all yeah, of a sudden a bunch of hard left turns yep a, a character that would have maybe grown in this direction and mm -hmm. could have gotten there or maybe been forced there by another character's natural yeah. action instead sort of sort of with no explanation takes a hard turn and it's like ooh, na nature doesn't do that yeah that's that seems on just like when you watch c bad cg of like a basketball Ugh. bouncing and you're like that the the, the acceleration the, it just doesn't look right it, yeah this isn't normal motion i think of the same thing with Oh, okay. Yeah. If you look at it, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's the same thing, dude. It's the second derivative. Nobody wants to believe this. The second derivative of of like a surface position Ready? as function of distance or as function of, of, of uh, breadth is you, 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 your eye can see long before your mind recognizes that there's something weird about that collection of little curvatures that sure. I see there. It just isn't real. Ready? And uh, I don't like it. I'm going to take this conversation Please. and I'm going to change it. I, that is the exact same reason why I have no interest in seeing any of the new Jurassic Parks. Exactly. And I know that I don't sounds, like fake dinosaurs. That, that sounds that sounds like a big um, jump. Okay. But like so, growing up with Jurassic Park, the first oh, one damn. where there was some real. Sorry to let you know, we got to wrap this up in like three minutes. Please finish your thoughts, but that's gonna have to be the last one. Okay. Um, the new Jurassic Park is crap, or Jurassic World. Now there, there, the new Jurassic there, World. There are three because, of the new ones, right? Because. I think humanity as a species is getting CGI numb to where it doesn't okay. matter what you're showing us anymore. It It's not exciting. You can have a giant, you know, sea dragon coming out of the water, eating a pterodactyl that had a nuclear bomb in its mouth. It's pretty that normal. was full yeah. of babies with alopecia. I don't, I don't know, but like it just, a lot of bald babies. but we see, <laughs> but we see it and we know it's CGI. Our brain registers mm. it's CGI oh, and we just don't yeah. care. It doesn't, and then all of a sudden it's like, it, I, yep. Everything my, keeps one upping itself. I reach a maximum. Yeah. My, just like, okay, my fine, ability fine, to whatever. be in awe of this thing Is hits done? a peak I'm and, numb. I'm, and it's I'm like, numb. I'm still, it's still at a high, yeah. but it's not at an extreme. Get, you see get, that in real life and it's like, you're stunned. But like you, you, you take a movie that still uses practical effects and you yeah, see right, that and it right. looks totally. real and you're just like oh that yeah totally i mean that's like craftsmanship right there, a yeah. lot of people say that the use of practical effects is a great sign of like this guy just loved the craft i mean he's on set you know forever just getting it perfect and all that kind of stuff instead of let the nerds do it yeah yeah what do you think we should do with this episode it's been a, an absolute piece of shit should oh. we leave it to the nerds to just use practice to use um computer effects to make this episode actually be interesting if they can make the whole episode like they took that small yeah. snippet of you doing jack nicholson uh <laughs> if you could change that to where like you were doing that the entire time well, I'm doing barack obama instead maybe um, uh, uh, that's oh it, yours yeah. is better yours was better with a single uh, syllable uh, and I did the thumb thing too. I mean, you can't uh, see that, but uh, uh, so can I get the tone? What right? we uh, have to do here is uh, uh, first thing we need to do uh, would be. Oh, that's good. See, once uh, you get going, you got it. We're we're, we're gonna need to. Uh, What's your best change, impression? Change the logos. Come on, pause it. What's your best impression? Um, they, can you can you do walk in? Uh, uh, 
Oh, I hey, don't know man. if I could do. Everyone yeah, it's going to be hacky. It's going to be hacky. Everyone tries to do Whoa, what that's we pretty can, good. but Whoa, that's you know, good. It's, it's just what Woo. we can. I can't I just watch Severance. Folks say, folks, say hello to our third guest this evening. I know you guys hello. didn't know he's going to be here today. Um, Mr. Walken, it's such a pleasure to have you. What a uh, what an honor. Uh, talk about a litany of of, uh, of film uh, credits. Uh, can wh- Why don't we dive right in? Mr. Walken, wh- what would you say is your proudest moment in cinema? Well, uh, actually, it's, we only had three minutes left, so we have to cut him off. That was a real nice segment, Mr. Walken. Mr. Walken, so we don't actually give a shit what you had to say. Yeah. I have to go play volleyball. Oh, this is actually true. I have to go play volleyball. This is the true, true. I told you you were going to talk about Cloud Atlas, and you didn't. I want to. For the folks out there, maybe we'll give them a teaser for next time. Oh, we got it. We do have a third guest. It's Dog Stiffer walking. Oh, hi. I'm just going to go ahead and throw the volleyball. We're wrapping it up. I know. Bye. Well, I also want to go to volleyball. I know. I guess we'll have to. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Well, I tell you what, Dan, rather than being upset by the fact that it has to end, I guess we can sit here and just enjoy the fact that it's been funner than absolute heck for a, a little while now. We had tacos. We My talked God. forever. Today's been a blast. Well, I mean, talk, think about, you know how cool this is, folks? Just imagine this. We were, we, as I was finishing up cooking and as, and serving and eating tacos, we, you didn't we, even eat the tacos, talked, by the way. We talked you didn't have for, one taco. Tacos are gross. We talked, <laughs> we talked for probably two and a half hours about hilarious, fun things, animated, in, in like passionate, uh, really talking, having a great time. And then you, you, you know, there become there comes a point when both of us are like, man, shouldn't we have saved that for uh, you know discussion material for the podcast? And we're both like. No, you know, yeah. you have, you, no, we'll just talk about yeah. something different. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, I tell you, I was hoping to talk about some Cloud Atlas there. I know you I, were I told too. you, when we were walking in here, I was like, I'm going to make you talk Cloud about Cloud Atlas. Uh, for the folks out there, a little teaser, Cloud Atlas, a movie you've probably never heard of with a lot of big names. Halle Berry was there. Tommy Tom H. Yep, Tommy H. was there. And it's 2011, look it up. Check it Wachowski out. Wachowski so sisters, it's, it's, uh, right? Um, Good question. Don't know. Directors? Think, Don't know. I think Wachowski um, sisters. It, big... Big name movie. It was a novel originally, but or sorry, I shouldn't say big name. A lot of big name actors uh, didn't get a ton of love, and I don't know how the well they did box office. I think wise. it was a little too I conceptual. I think it might be. I think it might be sort of uh, one of the movie a movie that gets sort of made fun of as kind of like high minded, like you thumb up Try your ass kind of. Like yeah, it tried. Yeah. They it tried. Rick and Morty made fun of them. Yeah, there was the a true, few that. True. Yeah, there's a few that. There's a few things that made fun. I absolutely loved it. I watch it. Can't wait to see it. And I and. Yep, immediately gripped the music, the just everything. Thought if I can find it tonight, I'm gonna uh, watch it and text you. Amazing! It's very long. It's it's like three I plus. I have nothing to do tonight. Oh man! Once you go play volleyball, the, I'm gonna be sitting. Let me here. tell you what, bro. Get you want to watch that movie tonight? I recommend it. But here's here's the recommendation: get a couple beers and get Kleenex. Oh my god! Is it tearjerker? Oh my! Or is it sexy? Oh my! What kind of Kleenex goodness. am I looking at? Wouldn't call it sexy. Okay. <laughs> what kind of Kleenex? I wouldn't call it sexy. No, I absolutely adore the movie. It just it it's like um oh it it pushes the emotional buttons 
with such grace and elegance. It's like um, you ever see Roger Federer hit a serve 140 miles an hour, and it looks like he's just fanning his hand at the ball. Yep. And whereas you and I can hit hit so hard, we literally throw our arms out of yeah, socket, like just and the ball up. goes mm, 88. Yeah, and hits a know. small child with elevation. Right. Kill a kid, th- injure yourself, and the ball goes about half the speed that he did. There's something about the grace and elegance, the, the what's the word I'm looking for? Ease with which they push your emotions around and i just love going for the master ride. filmmaking i love going for the ride um so folks check it out uh i wish we didn't have to cut it off alas we do dan thank you so much for being here god dang it we got to do a part two uh, until next time right until next time jesus goodness gracious thank you so much had a great time dan here's the thing we've been doing the last couple episodes and uh, if anybody can do it, oh boy! Can, oh, no. oh boy, can you? And that is, you get the—you're the guest of honor. You get the final sign-off. Oh, uh, death is but a door. Time is but a window. I'll be back. A little Terminator. I like uh, it. Ghostbusters too, but I I'm like good it. with it. Thank you so much for being here, and thanks everybody for listening. Love you. Can't wait to see you again next time. <laughs>